Have you guys ever heard of uh, this medical condition called the free dentistry syndrome? Is, is it the dentist? It, or is it the front office? Or, or is it both? Is it both of them? We begin our podcast right there. Computers are live. Mixer is up. Levels are good. Equalizer is good. Ready channels one and two. Mic is live in three, two, one. Roll it. Welcome listeners to the My Practice, My Business podcast, where we teach dentists and their teams how to reclaim forgotten profitability in dentistry with our clinical business of dentistry training. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice, My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. A group of dental team members were sitting at a table outside, enjoying lunch. They were shop-talking about their offices and how they charge their patients for things outside of what is traditionally covered by dental insurance plans. You know, those dental procedures where the, the patient is mostly or completely responsible for the entire expense. <gasps> where they actually have to pay for the entire CDT-coded procedure because it's a non-covered expense. I couldn't possibly charge my patients for certain dental services, says one office manager to another. The other office manager says, <laughs> well, they're not your patients. What makes dental teams think socialism resides or, or should reside in the practice with the dentist footing the bill? Maybe all discounts they give away should be on an equal distribution plan from everyone's paychecks. Do you think... Things would be different? Would the fiduciary thought leadership change at that point in time? Why do offices treat their patients and perform dental services to the patient's insurance plan's coverage? That's so weird. <laughs> Many times we hear team members, even the dentist owner of the practice, say they say they just have a tough time charging their patients for more expensive products and services. I don't think it's actually charging them. It's collecting it, collecting that copay. If that copay increases by $3.68, it's like, no, that's not going to happen. Yet they will all complain about reimbursement rates from the insurance carriers. They all complain they simply cannot purchase more expensive products and supplies because reimbursement rates make it cost prohibitive. Hence the reason why they constantly buy the cheapest products or they buy the more expensive products and they give it away because they really don't understand their burn rate per hour and they can't charge more. At least they can't in their heads. But what about those of you who have gone through our training and learn how to charge more for those expensive products and services? You learn about your PPO contracts. You learn about the rules and regulations of the insurance plans. And even your state laws that govern dental insurance companies and their contracts. And you see your unlearned colleagues continue to give away their services. Does that just drive you crazy? I practice in a building in, in the Salt Lake Valley here where we have multiple dental practices. There's just uh, like about, I don't know, one, two three, four, five, like five of us on the top floor and uh, two, two practices on the bottom floor. Um, 
and uh, it, it's just a it, it, there's just a great camaraderie in our building. We have some pretty we we have some some really good uh, offices, a lot of good docs and team members. We just try to help each other out. Like when we run out of supplies, <laughs> happens. Okay. One of the docs came into my office asking if I had a particular supply that he had run out of. I said that I did. I went to the back to get it for him. And while I was digging around looking for what he needed, it was an odd type of uh, supply. So I didn't really know where it was. And my assistant, who knows exactly where it is, she was busy. (laughs) So I'm looking while he was waiting, he overheard a conversation that uh, Tracy was having with, with one of the major insurance players. They, the lovely insurance rep, they were getting a lesson from Tracy on their bullshit verbiage to one of our patients regarding telling our patient that we should not be billing them for anesthetic. What? Rob, wait, you're saying we can charge for anesthetic? Yeah, our MBA clients, they learn how to charge patients for anesthetic and not give it away. Isn't that so weird that medical, veterinary, and others can charge for anesthetic, but dentists think they are supposed to give it away? In fact, they feel compelled to give it away. In fact, it's, it's now in their DNA to give it away. It's been that many years since there's a big battle between a bunch of docs on the East Coast and the American Dental Association trying to get rid of the codes because of the pressure from the insurance companies to do away with the code, get it out of there, like acid etching bonding, like OSHA, get those codes out of there. We don't, we don't think you guys should be making as much as you do, and you can absorb the costs. Well, <laughs> whatever it might be. Isn't it so strange how many Many consultants and book writers tell you anesthetic is inclusive with your procedures. Well, this doc got to see, hear, because the call was actually on uh, speakerphone, and drop his jaw when he heard the insurance rep confirm that we certainly can charge a patient directly for anesthetic. (gasps) Oh, it didn't end there. He also heard Tracy demand the insurance rep call our patient in question that got, uh, you know, lied to by them and apologized to our patient for that misinformation that one of their reps told them, making us appear to be overcharging and even charging for a procedure that we were not supposed to charge them for. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. This doc got to hear the insurance rep tell Tracy that they would not only, not only would they do that for us, but also place the information in the chart just in case they, the, the patient, called back before the call went out or if they weren't able to get a hold of the patient so the next rep would know what to do. Yeah, we even got a, uh, a, a, one of their little special confirmation numbers on that, uh, what I like to call an incident report. <laughs> and, and it's amazing. My good colleague who heard this conversation said, wow, I've never heard my office manager, let alone any office manager that I've ever seen, handle an insurance rep like you just handled that one, Tracy. That was amazing. Tracy turned to him and said, 
That's because they don't know what they don't know, Doc. And the doc said, or is it because they choose not to know? Tracy said, well, if your office would just come to our training, then they would gain the experience to be able to increase your profitability. Just as he was about to ask Tracy for more information on our training, the door flips open. The office manager enters our office from his office in a huff, and she proceeded to do what so many do best. And that is, escort him back to his office, where she is in complete control. Where she can continue to control what happens in, in protocols and procedures. You know, that control which literally costs the doc and team thousands in revenue. And I dare say, in bonuses and wages. What do I mean? What do I mean? Well, first of all, let me... Let me back up for a minute, and I want all of you to know that those of you who've been to our training, you know, we love training offices that want to be trained. We love presenting and helping offices that want to learn. We don't try to pressure these offices in our building to go through our training. Only one has. And it's like they don't, they just continue with the status quo, and it, and it does actually break my heart because I feel bad for them because many of them are, are entering retirement phase, and they don't have that much. Well, listen carefully as I remind you about the reality of the clinical business of dentistry. It is cost prohibitive for those of you who are taking PPO plans to use more expensive products and services in your practice. Your profit margins are slim at best, and you know it, or you don't know it, but you just don't Know where all the money is after you work your guts out. You work harder, not smarter. You work your guts out and you go, where, where's my profits? I'm looking at the end of the month and I'm only seeing we're two to 3,000 bucks uh, profitable on this month, yet we've worked our guts out. Your wages have decreased since 2004 in one form or another, either in the cost of living index going up and your wages not keeping up with them, or you've just flat out not made more money because there's no profitability and you know it when you give your staff a wage increase just to keep them from going elsewhere it comes out of your wages doc and you know it oftentimes when you have an average month or heaven forbid a slow month <laughs> you struggle to pay the bills and you know it when a piece of equipment needs to be replaced, you have to take out a loan instead of paying cash. And you know it. Need I say more? Well, okay, maybe one more. When it comes to your retirement account, it's either behind what will be needed or worse, it's non-existent. And you know it. So then, why in this world do you allow you or your staff or both of you to give away your services that you provide? Why do I hear from other staff members from other offices phrase, phrases, statements such as, quote, I could never charge my patients for such and such, unquote. <laughs> I, one of the most detrimental statements ever. How many times do I hear the staff complain that the doc gives away services all the time, yet he or she will not give them a raise. So, 
what is the solution to this widespread problem? You know, give it away, Itis. It's simple. Just stop it. You need to train your patients. That's correct. You need to train the patient from expecting free dentistry to actually paying for your amazing services. And that's the problem that I see in every single office that brings this statement up. Every single time. They have simply not trained their patients to pay for dentistry. However, maybe the problem is you more than the patient, more than your team, Doc. Maybe it's you. You know, you need to train yourself in business finance principles found in every business out there. No matter how hard I try, I can never get free hash browns with my sausage egg McMuffin. (laughs) How rude of McDonald's not to let me have a free food item each time I go there, (laughs) which is several times a week. I'm the best customer ever. (laughs) The workers at the window recognize me every morning I'm there. I always tell them, quote, thank you for feeding me, unquote. I don't think very many people say that. I say that every time when they hand me my order. I'm grateful that they're feeding me. How dare those workers not give me free hash browns? If only they were trained by those dental team members with whom I have addressed in this podcast, I might get free hash browns or maybe a free Diet Coke. Maybe they'll give it away to me for free because I'm their customer and they couldn't possibly, possibly charge their customer for a free diet, for a Diet Coke. It should be free. Wow. Starting to get the picture, maybe then they all could contribute to my free food. Every one of them contribute with their wages because that's the right thing to do. Their need for production and collections to pad the manager's pockets is not as great as my need for survival. And everyone knows McDonald's workers are paid enough. I hope that all of you will understand when you give dentistry away when you have the attitude of only charging what the insurance covers when you have the attitude of i couldn't possibly charge my patients for ppe or for you know anything else that's above and beyond especially the things that we train on which our offices don't have our trained offices don't have a problem charging because they understand those business principles so i'm talking to to most uh Most everybody out there has not been through our training. I want you to know that when you don't charge for the wonderful things that you do in dentistry, it hurts everybody on the dental team. Thank you so much for tuning into the My Practice, My Business podcast. You can find additional podcasts you may have missed that will help you with your dental practice at Apple iTunes Podcasts. And remember to become a subscriber to our podcast. Many of you have asked how to help support the My Practice, My Business podcast. If you have enjoyed the program and information you received today, the best way to help is to leave us a five-star review. Thanks again for allowing us to be a part of your day.